take two. I'm sitting there recording the podcast and I accidentally take out the microphone thing. So you probably couldn't hear me. Anyway, um, I didn't expect for this to happen. This was a really crazy, like, crazy thing that happened. Uh, and if you cash at me, I'll tell you the whole part, the whole thing in person because it's really important to hear the backstory. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it in certain aspects, but there's almost 365 podcast episodes, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna tell the whole story because I only have so much time. I have another podcast to record after that. So if you're really interested or if you're really spiritual, wherever you're at in the world, go ahead and inbox me. I'm sure there's like a, I can't really see it. I'm looking at the computer screen right now, but I'm sure you can message me or something like that. Um, I'm garbage 25 is my Snapchat. Uh, Jonathan McEwen is my Facebook. Um, real John Wolf, the real John Wolf is my Instagram handle. Just, uh, look me up and message me if you're really that interested. Uh, but I have had a spiritual life, you know, um, a really spiritual life. The beginnings, like I just said, it would take a lot of time to get into, and I don't want to lose track of what I'm, what I'm talking about, but let me cover this story. So get this. So there was a time where I got really fucking drunk. So I actually live down the street from this bar, but it's a bar called Red Lion. I live a little bit off campus by the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. And um, I'm right across the street from the Champaign Library. So I'm on Green Street, which is a major street. If you want to think campus, you think Green Street. And right next to Green Street, there's one of the tallest buildings on campus. I don't know about now because there's a lot more buildings that are really tall. But 309 and 310 were the tallest buildings on campus. What ended up happening is somehow, sorry, uh, somehow I got invited to this party. I get there. It's on the 23rd floor. I know a lot of people because when I lived on 107 East Springfield, which is even closer to Red Lion, uh, we used to just leave our doors open. We were cool with literally every single person in the complex. If we weren't cool with them, they just didn't never came out their apartments or never party where we were and just lived there. But we lived there and lived. You know what I'm saying? So we got really close. We would barbecue with everybody. We would get drunk every day, damn near. We would we would just we just got really close. Actually, I was at Jupiter's not too long ago, little uh pizza arcade place. And we um I was there and I <laughs> I ended up uh running into one of my guys that used to live there. His name is Alex, uh from the Ukraine. And um so actually, it's important because he was a part of the story, too. So me, Alex, and my guy Vasily go to this party. And it's like something straight out of a fucking movie where all the rich kids, like their parents are out of town. So that the kids are throwing this party. It's a beautiful apartment, beautiful girls everywhere. Alcohol, you don't, not BYOB, not no nigga shit. It's alcohol fucking everywhere. The place is flooded. And so I remember I step in and... Everybody's like kind of everywhere. Everybody's, you know, yelling, screaming outside, smoking. We're on the 23rd floor, by the way. And my fucking friend Alex is sitting on the railing, which gives me an insanely high amount of anxiety. But I'm talking to uh, this girl that I just see sitting there. I get a number and she's like really pretty. And I, I think I actually talked about this not too long ago because she, um, there was this guy there. I think it was talking about game, but there was this guy there that was like really trying to, uh, get on her and she was clearly interested in me and not really him but i guess they came to the party together so he's like trying to kiss her on the face and it's really awkward he looks really pathetic so i don't i got her number so whatever i get really fucked up and i walk um out in the hallway and i tell everybody i'm blowing the building up 
So my guy Vasily and Alex are looking for me. I didn't know I said this, but uh, I took the fire extinguisher off the wall and I just started spraying all the girls like on some insane person shit. And uh, I emptied the entire thing. The uh, the fumes are going through the vents and people are like, there's there's smoke coming through the vents. We don't know what's going on. Somebody put a bomb, uh, you know, whatever. And they evacuate the whole building. I have no idea that shit happening. That's just happening. Everybody told me later. And so um, we go to Red Lion. I'm wilding the fuck out in line, just having a good time, just drunk. Getting, the, getting there and I see some of the girls that I know. One of them I actually had a really big crush on at the time. Um, I think her name was Gracie Pearson or something like that. And so um, I was a total simp at the time, though. I remember I was making some money and I gave her $100 just to take me to the mall. Uh, total, total simp shit. Stupid motherfucker shit. Anyway, um, I see them and I guess it was a fight in the crowd and people are pushing. Now, I could be remembering this story wrong, but I remember people are pushing me. And I feel like this guy is like grabbing my chest, like pushing me off, pushing me off him. Like, dude, get the fuck off me. And I'm like, man, get your fucking hands off me. And I remember kicking. So I think I, I kicked, either kicked Adam or kicked him in the chest. I feel like I kicked him in the chest. Somebody hit me with a bottle. And so I remember I grabbed my head and laughed. And then I was bleeding. So I just walked out. I didn't, I ended up needing like eight staples. And um, everybody looks horrified. And I'm just like laughing at them. Anyway, I go to the hospital. I'm talking about we're going to kill this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And my cousins are all pissed off. We're ready to put in work. We start making plans and shit. Long, on, on that note, it didn't happen. Actually, I'm friends, with, I'm friends with all these people now because like they gave me the most heartfelt apology. It was just drunk people shit. And actually, if that's what I have to pay for, for the insane amount of violence I did to other people in my life, I'll take that. I'll take that in stride. So uh, the part that gets supernatural and crazy is this. At the time, at the time, there was this girl named Jade I was fucking with, and we were just, we never like did anything, but like we were like definitely flirting, kissing, you know. We never had sex or anything like that, but like she really cared for me, and at the time she was like married, uh, but like her and her husband weren't like a thing. Like they were separated. They they were trying to not be together and shit. So I don't think her husband cared. I didn't care too. This was like this was a while ago, and so. Um, Essentially, what ended up happening was this. She was pissed off when she found out the next day. And she was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? She was an aggressive bitch. But she was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? Uh, and I'm like, man, I, I'm the one that got hit with the bottle. Like, fuck you. Like, I didn't, she wanted to take care of me. And I'm like, yeah, that's all cool in the game. But same time, like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't fucking call you. Whatever. So she's furious. And she was like, she took me to my homie Ashley's uh, apartment. Here's the thing. The apartment that I'm in right now, that I'm recording this podcast in, and that is now my apartment until August, was her apartment, Ashley's apartment. The crazy part is, Ashley still works at Bank Your Apartments. She used to just be a leasing agent. She's now the boss. It was super good to see her when I got this apartment. And it's even crazier that this is the apartment. What are the fucking odds? That's not even the craziest part. Not even near the end. Well, it's kind of close. Anyway, so I end up going to uh, her apartment and Ashley had to work and Jade work at, she used to work at a, I, I feel like she had a shit ton of money, but she worked at a sun tanning salon. And so, uh, our tanning salon. And um, she was like, just fucking stay here. Don't go anywhere. I'll take care of you when I come back. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, bitch. And so I lay on the couch. There's no TV. 
I remember I had my phone, my cell phone, but and I'm texting that other girl from last night, telling what happened. She said, "Oh man, you know, rest up. I'll see you soon, whatever." And I'm like, "All right, whatever." I'm laying on the couch and I fall asleep. So I notice that I still have four to five hours left before these motherfuckers get off work. And I'm like, damn, I'm bored. But I like, I'm just resting because my head hurts. Uh, I got to kind of like stay off the, uh, out the way, you know what I mean? Right now, especially cause I'm, you know, the shit hasn't been resolved yet on the streets. We know who it is and you know, we, we making plans and all that. And I'm not saying that to sound tough, but that's just what was happening at the time. And so, uh, I'm sitting there, I, I fell asleep, I wake up, and I remember I was just I was like, okay, I'll just meditate. Because I've for years I've been trying to meditate and I would fall off because it's hard. Meditation is hard. It's it's a skill where you focus on nothing or you're breathing or you're guided through it. And I have a better handle on it now because I've been doing it for years. I've been very consistent with it, especially as of late. And so when I was there, what ended up happening was I had uh closed my eyes to meditate. And I immediately felt this presence in the room. Now, I didn't feel threatened, but I just felt something there. I knew something was there. I knew that um, something was happening, and I didn't want to open my eyes. I just, I just didn't. And so I felt this energy get closer to me, and it was as if, just to translate it into English or to something that people could understand, it was like she bent over and kissed me on the forehead and telepathically assured me that everything was okay. Now, I remember there was another podcast that I said, uh, I've never felt peace before. But that was one of the few times in my life where I felt completely at ease. Just immediately completely at ease. And when I felt comfortable, not, not like scared uncomfortable, not like, you know, any weird shit. But when I felt comfortable enough, I opened my eyes and my heart I just started missing that energy. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I missed it so much. I've never missed anything like that in my life. Not even to this day. I don't care how much I love somebody. I love I love my daughter. Yeah, I've been away from her. I remember I went on a cruise or whatever, but you know, I never uh missed somebody like that before. Ever. I don't I, it's hard for me to like put into words. I have to I had to say it twice because I felt like I just, I'm not getting it across the way I want to, but I never missed anybody like that. It was crazy. So with me missing her, um, or I, I believe it was, I believe it was feminine energy. I mean, it's just, that's, that's the only thing that makes sense. But, uh, I just remember longing for that, that feeling all day. And I was walking, I remember walking down green street. I had like a, this this black tank top on. I had been into fitness. I had just gotten into fitness, so my arms were a little defined. Uh, I probably been boxing for well, I was probably about a year or in some change by now. So my body was like really in the shape. Um, not like now, but just you know, for what I was, I was a little skinnier. I had these skinny jeans on, these black shoes on, and I had some money at the time, so I was like going to Urban Outfitters all the time. And I had this uh, like a Scully cap or like a I forget. I can't really think of what it's called, like a beanie or something. And it covered the staples or whatever. And my head was a little swollen or whatever. But I remember just like we were walking down Green Street. I think we were trying to get something to eat. And I just missed. I just thought about it all day. I was like, man, well, what was that? And it was weird because when we think about missing people or missing energy, we think about missing people's energy. 
And I think the only idea of feminine energy is a feeling I get around, you know, somebody I like. And uh, that's the only thing that makes sense. That's the only way I know how to describe it. So with that, I, I, I never felt it again. And so for years, I mean, I've, I've been spiritual. I know I was raised in a religious cult and really didn't get out of it till I was about, I say 21, but that's like when I really started to like be myself a little bit. Um, because I started boxing and, and I started like, well, I started boxing like a little bit before that, but you know, I, I just started, I learned how to fight. I learned how to defend myself. And that's why I felt comfortable being myself and standing up for myself. And, um, essentially, uh, I, I just really wanted to figure out what this energy was. What, was it a spirit? Was it one of my ancestors? Was it, uh, was it somebody from the future? I don't know. I don't know. Was it somebody from the past? Was it a, was it somebody from my past life or ex or ex-wife or, you know, whatever the fuck. But the, the energy was unmistakable, the feeling of peace. And I'll never forget that. So I didn't piece it together. I f forgot about all that. The only thing I remember is when I first moved in, I was like, yo, this is my homie Ashley's old apartment. It's decorated a little bit different. I actually think that this uh, building had burned down at one point. But the um, the layout is a little bit the layout's the same, but like the, there's a I'm looking right in front of me and there's like a kitchen uh, or like with a table and chairs and there's like a wood floor or whatever the fuck that's supposed to be wood looking tile. So it's a couple things that look different, but this was the same fucking apartment complex and this is the same area. Let's not say same apartment, but same area because this is where the apartment was, but it looks just a tad different. <laughs> So anyway, um, this morning, the reason why I'm talking about this story at all is because this morning, well, really, I mean, this morning, last night, I slept like shit. I moved around a lot. My neighbors were fighting or fucking or just talking, whatever the fuck they were doing. They were doing it loud. So I woke up every now and then, and then I ended up uh, like just, you know, I had to go take my daughter to school. So it's six o'clock and I'm just laying there and I'm like, man, you know, I can't fall asleep. Even though I got an hour and 10 minutes, I got, I got to get up. I'm off today, so I don't have to, you know, my process is a little different on my days off. And um, so anyway, I get up and go take her, come back, and I'm just laying there in the bed. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and relax for a little bit, maybe try to get another hour of sleep because I slept so bad. I usually don't sleep in or anything like that, but I slept so bad, I just said, fuck it, let's get another hour of sleep. It wasn't happening for me. I was still laying there. I was still just fucking going through it. I'm like, damn, like I'm fucking exhausted. What the fuck? But I, I'm not tired. So what ended up happening was I said, okay, well, I'm just going to meditate for like 30 minutes or something like that. And so we all know I, I, I'm inclined with myself enough to know when I'm falling asleep, when I'm in, in some sort of trance, when I'm in some sort of elevated level of consciousness or something, whatever. But like, I know that I started meditating and I started going somewhere else. So the first place I went, I was in this, this party. Now, one thing I've been trying to do is stay present. So meditating is all about staying present and, uh, and having peace and blocking out the bullshit. So I knew, I remember I had this teacup, but this teacup had four indentations around it. It was like designed to look like this and it was made of gold. It was a beautiful cup, but I remember focusing on it. I thought about putting it in my pocket so I could take it with me, but I knew that I can't take it back to this plane of existence. So I just admired it. But I remember there was a person, two females, on one on my right, one on my left, 
and they were looking at these glasses. This type of glass is called a Collins glass. And I remember one of them was talking about taking one of them. Another one was just like looking at it. It was kind of weird. But I remember I came back. And I was like, okay, that was fun, man. I, I feel this. I know, I know my body. I've been doing all this shit for a long time. I know what it's like. So I'm like, let's, let's do it again. Let's go here. Let's travel. Fuck it. I can't get no sleep. I can meditate and, and, and astral project or whatever the fuck. I go somewhere else, but I think it was like zero point dimension or some shit like that. That wasn't as fun, but it was interesting. But the thing that's crazy is I went back into the state and I'm in my room. But there's noticeable differences. I couldn't think about it at the time until after. But I remember focusing on my, uh, there's a picture of me and Madison on the wall. So all of a sudden, this black woman with hair. This, so my room, when you walk in my room, if you look to the right, I mean, it's not a huge room. It's a decent sized room. But there's, not, there's only one way in unless you come in through the sliding glass door. But I'm, when you're laying on my bed, you can only get on from, one, from like the bottom of the bed or, this, or one side of the bed. The bed is up against the wall. So this lady came from that area. And she was a black lady. I can't really think of what, I can't remember what she looked like. But I knew she had like long two-strand twists. And she just sat down like we just, like just kind of threw herself on the bed. And just like, like it was my auntie. And we just talked. Now, I'm not going to say what questions I asked her because they're, they're specific to something going on in my life right now. And I remember, I do remember the last question though. Like, like I don't remember every question I asked her because we talked for like five minutes. But it was like I knew her. And I didn't put all this together till later. I came out of it and then I thought about it all. And I was like, yo. So I remember this black lady. I'm not going to say what the last question was too. Because I totally remember what I asked. What the last question was. And I'm not putting that on this. But I remember what I asked of this. And I remember I just started crying. And I said, I've missed you so much. And I came back. Now at the time, I didn't know why I said that. I had no idea why the fuck I said that until I started thinking and putting it all together. That all that happened here, that maybe this energy was either here in this area and that was, that was her. Maybe this, that was the spirit of a black lady that used to live in this area. Maybe it was a house here before, maybe whatever. And she just like was a loving older energy or something like that. Maybe this was my spirit guide. But I remember crying and saying, I missed you so much. And my hairs are standing up on end right now. I, I'm looking at my legs and I'm getting goosebumps everywhere because that fucking really happened. And I cried. I, I wasn't crying. I, I mean, I was talking about it earlier and I almost cried, but I didn't. But like, I, I can't explain how not strange. I, I don't believe in coincidences anyway. And there's another explanation for that. But for that to happen the way it happened, what are the odds that somebody's going to want to sublease the same apartment that I that my friend lived in where I had this moment and then that happened? And in this astral body, I, I cried. So I was in the, my apartment, but I wasn't in my apartment, if that makes any sense. Like I went to another dimension and my apartment was there with certain noticeable differences. Not at the time. I knew shit wasn't how it normally is. But I remember like there was something different. So I don't know what you believe in, but that happened. I don't have any mental illness. I've been through a lot in life. 
and there's been a lot of spiritual aspects in my life. A lot of things I, you know, a lot of things that happen. And of course, cash at me, get my information. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you more about it and give you the rundown. Unless I know you, we'll talk in person. Sorry, I'm burping. But that happened. I didn't make it up. I think life is a lot more interesting than the shit we can make up. I think it's a lot more stranger than the shit we can make up. But that happened. And I think I saw the physical form, at least as astral form, whatever you want to call it. I can't remember her face, though. I remember the hair. I remember what she said. I don't even remember what her voice sounds like. But I, I remember saying, I've missed you so much. <laughs>